Let's talk some overlooked stocks. George Tillis with the movers that you missed in today's action joins us from Salt Lake. Mr. T, good Friday to you, sir. We made it. Uh, how'd you do, George? You make it through? We, we made it. Yeah, we actually had our <laughs> counter trend rally. It, uh, it came a little we did. Bit later than I expected this week, LJ, but we did we did get something. Hopefully we'll get some uh, follow through on uh, on Monday. Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, let's talk some ST Microelectronics. Uh, first to chip maker, uh, George, uh, on your list today. And uh, overall, a tough week for semiconductors. AMD, NVIDIA, hurting ahead of AMD's uh, report next week. But uh, STM on its earnings kind of just plateaued, flatlined, so it didn't get crushed like a lot of the other stuff out there. Actually, yeah, it's a good point to bring up. I'll, I'll address that first. But uh, STM Microelectronics is actually very much like Texas Instruments. It's actually a French-Italian-based company. So I'm going to call it the French-Italian version of Texas Instruments. Okay. But uh, its focal point really is in the industrial space, especially when it comes down to analog chips, discrete power chips, sensors, and things like microcontrollers that are applied in both industrial, automotive, but also in STM's case, now uh, generating some revenues from Apple as a customer in 3D sensing technology. So also in this case, uh, consumer application or consumer technology-based devices. I think AMD and, X, uh, and, and other companies like NVIDIA, they've been really focused on the enterprise uh, customers, data centers. Uh, I think also you have to consider uh, the, the elements of consumer electronics like computing power and so forth. Those companies have actually done extremely well in the last year, but are also high beta names that are moving to the downside right now. But I think the industrial and automotive space uh, based uh, semiconductors, companies like NXPI, uh, Texas Instruments, they've actually held up quite well on a relative basis to uh, major players like AMD and, uh, and NVIDIA. Okay. All right, so uh, as the earnings come in, had expectations and sales do the same, uh, that'll do it uh, for the stock to stabilize in a very uh, unstable market right now. That's certainly worth something here. And uh, the only question I have, though, George, is, is this uh, uh, the type of company that is doing the M&A or is it getting purchased? I mean, it's a $40 billion market cap business, but uh, we've seen some pretty big deals lately, uh, you know, 50, 60, 70 billion in the tech sector. Yeah, it, you know, anything is quite possible. But, you know, what I did notice about STM is, is one, they actually got a contract away from another competitor, another European competitor, a competitor for uh, Apple. Uh, as a customer. So they're actually gaining market share away from competitors. The second thing is STM has actually been on a little bit of an acquisition spree over the last few years or so, generating improved scalability as a business. But at the same time, you know, we have to think about the elements of making money. And uh, here, when STM reported earnings uh, and also gave, got an upgrade from Bear today to an outperform, uh, 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 outperform rating to $62 from $50, forgive me, uh, the company reported some solid numbers, and, and the company uh, revenue growth beat by beat by $100 million, grew about 11.5% year over year, but they're also growing on a gap basis. You know, you have companies, uh, we, we talked about Atla uh, Atlassian, Symbol Team, uh, with Nicole Euler today. They're actually uh, profitable on a non-gap basis, but still on a gap basis, not profitable, but they're near break-even, and that's why that stock was higher today. Mm. But here, STM is... Uh, is publishing gap profitability. Uh, they actually beat the estimates by 14 cents, came in around 82. Nice. So the estimate was 68 cents. And this is a pretty significant uh, move in terms of earnings growth relative to $2 worth of earnings in the last four quarters prior to the one just reported. So nice earnings growth. But the other thing is uh, pricing power, market share gains, 
And I think the automotive space is really key uh, for customers and companies like, like STM. Uh, gross margins showed a nice improvement to 45%. They're also guiding at 45%. And just to compare, the entire last year's uh, or four quarters gross margin profile was only 39% with operating margins at 60%. And they actually had operating margins at 25%. So that number increased significantly. And that gives you an idea. The company has got pricing power, raising prices, but they're also uh, seem to be controlling costs very well and running efficiently. And I think that's being rewarded here today in the stock price, but also uh, maybe why Barrett is upgrading the stock to 62 from 50. Okay. Nice uh, rundown of the fundamentals, George. Sounds like they got pretty much everything going in the right direction as far as the numbers go and uh, actually showing improvements to gap profitability. Uh, real gap earnings, uh, not even adjusted. Uh, novel concept, George. Uh, it seems like the market is rewarding it for that right now. Uh, let's talk ChargePoint, yep. another tech company, very different though, industrial EV charging and some of the software services that go along with charging infrastructure. Uh, it, brutal, brutal trade to be in now for the better part of a whole year. Unsurprising, this whole category has been in trouble. But JP Morgan says that after this sell-off, it's finally a buy. They had had it at neutral, and now they're saying to buy the stock, and it seems to have resonated. They've got a price target of um, 20 bucks. Yeah, so, I mean, ChargePoint is, uh, is one of these names in the EV space. It's actually a, a company that uh, provides charging uh, networks as well as uh, other things for uh, for commercial fleet customers. They're actually the leader in the commercial and the fleet space relative to competitors like Evgo, uh, EVgo, as well as Blink Charging, which a lot, of, a lot of people are also familiar with. But yeah, look, the stock is down significantly over the last uh, over the last six months or so. There's no doubt because of the fact that it's a story stock. It's a secular uh, trender, if you will. But at the same time, I think the elements of their business uh, is pretty pretty profound. One is is it's a cloud-based software that uh, essentially helps optimize voltage. So it basically is all about maintaining battery life and, and, and battery optimization. It's not just a, a, a charging center, if you will, where you just plug it in. Uh, their, their software maintenance is really critical, especially when it comes down to fleet and commercial operations. Uh, all of these businesses, whether you know it's UPS, FedEx, or any other commercial customers, always looking to optimize every single drop of energy or effectively voltage of energy if they're electric vehicles. And, and I think this is uh, very important. The other thing is, is if you look at its hospitality uh, and work and, and, uh, and uh, enterprise-based customers, they're growing quite significantly, but also they install units in the home and the multifamily uh, areas of, of the residential space. So overall, you know, I think this is an interesting story uh, in terms of its prominence in the commercial and fleet space but the stock is down because of the fact that the profitability is, is a challenge. But you know, mm -hmm. JP Morgan is upgrading the stock to $20. Problem is their price target was 26 before. When they had it at neutral, the price yeah. target was even higher. So they've been, you know, <laughs> they've been off and now they've had to bring it down, which is kind of weird. They're bringing the price yeah, so target down, but putting the rating higher. Well, there's a couple of reasons. I think they're being a little bit more conservative because they're, they're looking, you know, four quarters out with their numbers. The other thing is, you know, the ratings might be based upon them underwriting a secondary offering that again, you know, that that might be part and parcel of why they're reducing the price target as well the 20 from 26 OJ. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I looked at the growth profile of the company and it's about 86% year over year in top line sales. The projections for fiscal year 2022 are over 200 million. And I actually looked at the estimates for top line sales uh, for uh, all of 2022. So 2021 is uh, over 200 million. They're guiding around 380 million, 
2023, they're actually guiding for 900 million. So there's sort of this exponential growth curve that's happening in sales for ChargePoint. They don't have any debt. And I think, you know, any infrastructure spending is really going to be accretive to businesses like ChargePoint, Bleak, uh, and EVGO, which is the, the three uh, main industry players in this particular space. I think when it comes down to third-party installations and software services, as well as uh, battery maintenance and optimization, anything that has to do with energy efficiency and, and optimizing uh, energy associated with battery technology is, is still uh, got some secular tailwinds. Uh, I think it's an interesting call by, by JP Morgan. I think it's a, it's a story stock that still has some challenges from a earnings profile standpoint, but there's no doubt the top line sales are expected to grow between 80 and 90% for uh, fiscal 2022. Okay. So- doesn't matter which stock you're picking this group all down that to me says that there's gonna have to be some yeah. m a there's gonna have to be some combos there's gonna have to be some delistings maybe it just seems like there's way too much out there in the realm of publicly traded businesses right now trying to take part in this it might be a revolution but i think it's also now been well established that the market's way over uh, been way over enthusiastic on this and kind of way overpriced to the immediacy yeah. and the imminence of this giant, uh, you know, industrial rollout of EVs. Other, I mean, otherwise they wouldn't all trade exactly the same. Uh, so it's a freaky uh, kind of George. It's like you've got a bunch of twins uh, trading in the market, all look and trade the exact same thing with different businesses. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, when it comes down to these secular story stocks, they've been completely out of favor this last year. There's no doubt. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it, you know, we have to consider the factors involved. You know, when you think about the secular stories, we're talking about years down the road. And, and I think, you know, at some point in time, maybe when the, the Fed rate raises uh, rates in March, we'll see a resurgence perhaps in some of these growth stories. But I think, you know, we may be challenged for quite some time with uh, with stocks that aren't that aren't generating you know uh, you know free cash flow and positive earnings today and yeah. it's just the nature of the beast when it comes down to uh, to raising interest rates. True. Hey George, uh, real quick, give me a give me the update yeah. on Fubo TV, the streamer that wants to be a sports book as well, and some of the analysts are doubting whether or not that's going to be uh, easy to do. Yeah. Yes, this was you know a phenomenal stock with high short interest last yeah, well, year. Yeah, it's well, down about eighty yeah. percent over the, over the last year. Not phenomenal and, anymore. It was really a sports. Yeah, from a price standpoint, yeah, and financial fundamentals. I'll explain in a sec are, are pretty challenged as well. But this is basically a sports first live streaming company. Uh, when it comes down to live streaming TV of sports, they're also moving into entertainment and news. Uh, but one of the interesting things about their business is dynamic sports betting. In other words, real time sports betting they're hoping to move into that business quite aggressively that would that would put them uh in direct competition with companies uh like DraftKings, for instance uh but you know you have to consider uh what's going on with this uh with this space uh lightspeed which is an analyst firm they actually removed their sell rating and their uh, six six dollar fifty cent price target on the stock uh and they actually brought the stock up to, to neutral i didn't see them raise their price target i just think that they dropped the, the target to the downside at 650 and I think it's, it really is based on the financial fundamentals. Now, top line sales are growing, you know, 156% year over year. What I did find, find out and notice about the company is it's, it's, it's gross margins, OJ, are actually negative 1%. So that tells me that they're paying up this company quite immensely to actually sign up, uh, you know, uh, third parties to, uh, to stream through their business. And their essential 
gross margins uh, at negative mean it's really financially challenged with operating margins at negative 65%. So Oof. I can see why the stock is down so yeah, much. Seriously. It's structurally and financially challenged. Uh, uh, until they turn that around, we could certainly see you know uh, quick swings to the upside because short interest is about 16% on the stock. Uh, but it's still, again, uh, a company that uh, has to have to has to prove at least some positive gross margins be, before there's sort of a, at least a green light to consider the stock. Okay, George, excellent work. Uh, thanks a lot for that uh, explanation for a company that everybody wanted to be a part of uh, a year ago and now is right. uh, really one of the hardest uh, unwinds that we've seen across this entire sector, Fubo. Uh, I mean, they've got the deals, as we see. They've got connections with the sports, but uh, right now, too much uh, uh, too much cost associated with building this out, it seems like. Uh, we got Yeah, those deals are costing them a lot. Yeah, all right. Thank you, George Tillis. With the movers that we missed in today's action,